morning, everybody. Welcome to this morning's service, led for us by Karen. Um, it's also Judith Laycock's uh, last service before she moves on to Queen's College to start her diagonal training. So there's a Jacob's join after the service. Everybody's welcome. You see the spread we've got going on out there, so it should be a nice time of fellowship. Um, I'd like to introduce someone to you, if Salome could come up. (laughs) On Wednesday, we had our trial of our wellness cafe, which has been driven forward by Salome. She spent an awful lot of time on this, and the practice session on Wednesday went really, really well. And it's starting... Um, on, from Wednesday and Thursdays every week, uh, from 10 till 12 in the first instance. So there's sausage and bacon baps and more, plus a lovely cup of coffee. So please join us, and it'll be lovely to see you there. Um, this is Salome, in case you haven't uh, met her before. Um, I did rather drop it on Salome when she walked in, if she'd like to say a few words. So I don't know whether she's prepared anything. Um, I haven't. Okay. Can, I, can I take this off now? Yes, yeah. Hi, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's lovely to see you. And, um, yeah, this was dropped on me just this moment, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but I wanted to say thank you to all the volunteers who've given their time and effort and hard work um, to create, as you can... Do you all like the cafe, the look of the cafe? And, um, and, so, and also, most of all, I want to thank Karen and the church council for giving us the opportunity to trial something new. Um, and so I thank you for that. It really is to meet the people within the community, to welcome them in and make new friends really. So I thank you, thank you so much for your prayers and your support for us. Thank you for picking up the prayer cards and praying for us. Keep praying for us. Pray that we as a team will work well together and we will make good friends. So thank you very much. with the coffee mornings there are some people that would like to come on Thursday, uh, Wednesdays and Thursdays but they might need a lift so if you feel you would like to come and you need a lift there's a, um, a sheet to sign and if you feel you could pick someone up and bring them if you could always also sign this as well that would be really good thank you um, <laughs> sorry I've got a few notices today um, an opportunity to meet Karen. I know she's been here a while, but we have been in lockdown for quite a while. And as you know, she was the star of an island parish <laughs> on television. So on Wednesday, the 15th, 22nd and 29th of September here from 2 till 3.30, um, Karen will be showing an episode of an island parish and then afterwards we can have a question and answer session with her and there might be coffee and cake as well if we're lucky Um, the last thing is that uh, we are going to have a Christmas fair this year on November the 20th so preparations will start shortly so if you see me coming towards you uh, make a quick exit (laughs) let's have a a time of quiet before we start the service. Lord, as we gather for worship, let us spend a moment in quiet, stilling our hearts, remembering why we are here. May the Lord be with us in our singing, in the prayers we offer and our understanding. May our thoughts be on others rather than self and our hearts stirred to service as we leave this place. Amen.
we come to worship a wonderful God. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. Father, we thank you that we could come to worship you this morning. Friends, old and new, some who've not been for a long time, and it's so good, Lord, to be back together in worship. So we pray that as we sing, pray, listen, and worship you, that you will draw close to us. We will draw close to you and come to know you that little bit better and come to love you that little bit more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm introducing the hymn, aren't I? <laughs> We're going to sing together, Tell Out My Soul, The Greatness of the Lord, number 186 in Singing the Faith. Oh, it's up on the screen. Please be seated. And good morning to you all. It's a joy to be here with you on this very special day. Let us pray. Lord God, we come to you in so many different ways. We may jump for joy at being in your presence, or we may trudge in weighed down by the cares of our world. God of miracles, however we are feeling, we come to meet you, expectant and hopeful. Whether we are one or many, whatever our station in life, you welcome us with arms open wide, and we worship you, Lord God of all. Amen. It's because of this knowledge, this welcome from God, for each and every one of us, that we can rejoice in whatever situation we find ourselves in, as we hear in the psalm that Ben is going to read for us. And this welcome is then echoed in the actions of Jesus when he meets two people in need who were considered outsiders in the gospel reading, which Emily and Sophie are going to read. 
Thank you, Ben. Good morning. As Karen mentioned, I'm reading the psalm. The psalm reading is Psalm 146 today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those who help in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the widow, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. This is a reading from Mark chapter 7, verses 24 to 37. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it. Yet yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as he heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an evil spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, born in Syrian she begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she replied, but even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, for such a reply, you may go, the demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon gone. Then Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon, down to the Sea of Galilee and into the region of Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk, and they begged him to place his hand on the man. After he took him aside, away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers to the man's ears. Then he spat and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to the heaven and, with a deep sigh, said to him, Ephatha, which means be opened. At this, the man's ears were opened, his tongue was loosened, and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone, but the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Thank you, Ben, Sophie and Emily. We're going to come now to our prayers of adoration and confession. And if you would reply with the the words in bold. Let us pray. All-inclusive and ever-loving God, we praise and adore you. With you, there are no insiders or outsiders. There's no south or north, no east or west, no borders. You care for each one of us. You are a healing God who heals us wherever and whenever we need your touch, whether in body, mind or spirit. We look upon you now. Our hearts ablaze with love for you. Amen. Forgive us, Lord, for all the times we are too quick to form opinions, too quick to judge others the times we don't give people the benefit of the doubt, 
or fail to consider what they might be going through. Open our eyes to see and our ears to listen as you do. Amen. The Gentile woman and the deaf man opened their minds and hearts to Jesus. When we open our minds, God helps us to understand his ways. When we open our hearts, God sees deep within. He loves us and wants us to turn to him, even when we've done wrong. We God comes to us now and listens to us, loves us, and forgives us. He makes us whole. We bless you, Lord. Amen. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and redeemer. Amen. We've just come back from two weeks' holiday. And it was absolutely lovely to meet up with friends that we hadn't seen in over two years. And yes, we'd all changed, we'd all got a bit older, and as usual, some were struggling with body parts that no longer seemed to do what they wanted them to do, or what they used to be able to do. One friend had become somewhat grumpy and quite negative, It took time listening to him and talking with him to find out what had changed and why he felt excluded, ending up on the fringe of everything. And he explained that he'd lost a lot of his hearing and everything was now very distant and remote because he was rather deaf. And he couldn't keep up with the conversation nor the banter due to this hearing loss. And he felt excluded and started behaving differently. And as a result, those around him began to ignore him and lost patience. And so he always seemed to be on the fringe of everything that was going on. I'm sure we're all aware of other disabilities that can challenge fuller inclusion into our society. How can we include those with disabilities more fully in our worship and lives? And more importantly, are we prepared to make changes that might also make things more complex? There may be places, perhaps a restaurant, or another place where people gather, that technically we could all go into but for some reason we may feel that we don't fit in. Are you aware that this even happens in churches where all should be welcomed and all feel accepted and loved? The story in Mark's Gospel tells of two people who weren't welcome. They weren't welcome in Israel because they weren't Jewish. And yet... Jesus welcomed them. Put yourself in their shoes. The quick-witted woman able to finish Jesus' parable. Or the deaf man excluded because he could neither hear nor speak properly. I wonder what it meant to them to be welcomed into the kingdom that Jesus proclaims. And I wonder how the disciples, who were all Jewish, reacted to this. And I wonder what lessons there are for us and for our church communities. Maybe as the Wellness Cafe opens on Wednesday and Thursday this week, we could look out for those on the fringe. Or who perhaps you don't know very well or have seen frequently in the distance but never actually engaged in a relationship with. It's crucial that we can be that welcoming presence of God to build those relationships with those around us. I'm sure many of us have all felt excluded at different times for one reason or another. Yet there are those in our communities and society who feel permanently excluded 
and end up on the fringe or the margins of our communities. And I know you're all aware of the news that's been full of voices that have been excluded from our communities for many years, whether that's through gender, through disability, through race. All those inequalities, the poverty divide, LGBTQ+. And this situation has intensified recently with the Black Lives Matter and the debate over certain aspects of British history. Then throw in the effects of climate change, where it impacts on those least able to cope with it, the poorly developed countries and those in poverty. Those on the margins and excluded are growing. These cries are all very complex. They're deep and political, but they're also very personal ones. We often know about individual struggles among our own family and friends. Mark's story helps us wrestle with issues of inclusion and welcome. How should we and could we welcome those who are different and include them? Particularly those who we feel carry baggage, but actually it's often rather of our own making than theirs. And those who feel they won't fit into our churches... How do we welcome and include those? To make this personal rather than just theoretical, who do you know who's experienced being shunned or rejected? How have you helped or responded to them? There are two words that leapt out of the gospel reading for me. Left and went. Jesus left Galilee and went to the area called Tyre. Here people were different. They were not Jews. These people who worshipped other gods, the Jews called Gentiles. Then again, Jesus left Tyre and went through Decapolis, which was another Gentile area. Jesus didn't always stay with those who were like him or in Jewish neighborhoods. In fact, a lot of the time, he was found with those who were not like him, which didn't go down well with those who were like him. It's human nature to want to spend time with those we can relate to, either from the same backgrounds or living in the same area or who have similar interests. Yet this isn't what Jesus modeled. I wonder what you feel about those you encounter on the fringes of our community or on the fringe of our church. Perhaps those new to the area. Perhaps the parents from the school next door. Last year, Jason left and went. Shortly, Judith will leave and go from here as she moves to Birmingham to Theological College to train as a deacon. The word deacon is derived from the Jewish word diaconus, which is often translated as servant. The office of deacon started in New Testament times, and today the diaconal movement is worldwide. In the Methodist Church, women, deacons, are women and men called by God to serve in many different ways, offering lifetime commitment and a willingness to serve wherever they are needed. Their role focuses on bridging the gap between the church and the world and has often been described as standing in the doorway of the church, keeping the doors open both ways for us to leave and for others to come us to go and for others to enter. Jesus left and went. Jason left and went. Judith will be leaving and going. Jesus' mission was highlighted in the psalm that Ben read. The Lord sets prisoners free and that can be imprisoned by anything. Give sight to the blind. We can all be blind in many different ways. 
lifts up those who are bowed down, weighed down by the cares and concerns, loves the righteous, but not only the righteous, all, watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow, just as Jesus loves and welcomes all, Judith will be following in Jesus' footsteps, fulfilling his mission in partnership with him. Jesus' mission is also our mission. To love and welcome all. To gather those in who feel excluded or marginalized. May we too hear his call in our everyday encounters with others. Judith, Emily and Sophie, I wonder if you'd just come up so that we could pray for you. And while we do, I wonder if you'd just all extend your hands if you're able, so that we're all laying our hands on Judith, Emily and Sophie. Let us pray. Lord, we lift our sister Judith to you. We thank you for her willingness to not only hear your call, but to answer it, to leave and go. We pray for her transition to life in Birmingham and for her studies, and also for Sophie and Emily as they adjust to this new pattern of family life. May they all know your guiding presence and peace as Judith journeys along this path. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. And just so that you all know, Judith has actually chosen all of the hymns today for our service. And really, the only one that could follow that is Brother, Sister, Let Me Serve You, number 611, in Singing the Faith.
And now Christine, a friend of, of Judith's, is going to lead us in our prayers of intercession and the Lord's Prayer. Good morning. Our time of intercession is a time not when we remind God of the world, for he knows it, but a time when we humbly beseech him to listen to our prayers for the world. Let's pray. Creator God, we know this world is yours and yours alone, and yet you have given it to us as caretakers. God, who calmed the waves, stilled the storm, your power in this world is immense. We bring to you our prayers for those who've been affected by floods, by wildfires and by drought, by storm, Hurricane Ida. You know their needs. Whatever we can do, help us to do it. All powerful God, we bring before you the governments of the world. And we ask this, settle into their hearts and minds your law of love and justice and mercy, that they might learn from you, that they might treat their peoples equally and fairly. Whatever we can do, help us to do it. Compassionate God, we bring before you those who need your healing hand, those who are hurting, those who are in pain at home and in hospital. Whatever we can do, help us to do it. Displaced refugee God, we bring before you the people of Afghanistan who have had to leave behind everything that they had and come to strange places in the world with no belongings, no money, no home, no food. We are their people. Whatever we can do, help us to do it. All-knowing God, whose knowledge is beyond that of any human, we pray for those who've gone back to school and college and university. Let them know of your love for them. And as they perhaps struggle with new friendships, new places of learning, be with them and empower them. Whatever we can do, help us to do it. Ever-present, intimate God, we pray for the lonely, the isolated, those who are shielding, those who feel on the extremes of life. Move them to the centre. Make us one people in your name. Whatever we can do, help us to do it. God of the past, of the present and the future, we bring before you Judith. We thank you for the people in her past who have brought her to this decision to be your deacon. We pray for those in the present who will teach her. We pray for those in the future that she will meet. And whatever we can do, help us to do it. Our God, 
make us uncomfortable in our life, stir the calm waters of our world, that we might see with brighter eyes those who suffer, that we might hear with clearer ears those who cry out in pain. Make us your servant. Amen. And we say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, Christy. And now we're going to sing number 251 from Singing the Faith, Jesus Christ is Waiting. As we're in the season of harvest this month, and as will be in a couple of weeks, I've chosen um, a Celtic communion for us to have today. Thank you, Georgia. Yeah. 
Come, let us celebrate the supper of the Lord. Be gentle when you touch bread. Let it not lie uncared for, unwanted. So often bread is taken for granted. There's so much beauty in bread. Beauty of sun and soil, beauty of patient toil. Winds and rain have caressed it. Christ often blessed it. Be gentle when you touch bread. Be loving when you drink wine, so freely received and joyfully shared in the spirit of him who cared. Warm as a flowing river, shining and clear as the sun, deep as the soil of human toil. The winds and the air caressed it, Christ often blessed it. Be loving when you drink wine. Let us pray. We thank you, our for setting us in a world which declares your love and goodness, for the gifts of sight and sound, thought and imagination, by which we know what is good and true. We thank you for Jesus our Lord, who by his life and death and living again shows us the height and depth of your love for all. We thank you that by your Spirit, You bring us alive, giving us strength and peace in the family of your church. Amen. On the evening of his betrayal, Jesus ate supper with his friends. He took bread, gave thanks, and broke the bread. This is for you, he said, his life for our life. After supper, he took the cup. Drink from it, all of you, he said. His life for our life. Let us pray. Eternal God, by your presence make this feast sacred. As our Lord Jesus was given and became the bread of life for many, so may the lives of your people be poured out in compassion for the poor, the hungry, and the oppressed, for your name's sake. Amen. For those who haven't um, been here for communion before in the current situation, uh, all are welcome at the table. I will come round as will the communion steward come round. And if you put your hands out, I will drop the wafer into your hands and you will be offered um, a tray with a socially distanced glass on it, which if you keep at the end and then put in the tub, Um, as you leave. If you require gluten-free wafers, instead of cupping your hands, will you just put your hand like this so that I can see the difference? Uh, There won't be a blessing over each individual person. Um, We'll do that at the end. And please receive, uh, eat and drink as you receive. Thank you. Thank you, Dursley.
we pray together. Creator God, you have fed us with the symbols of eternal love. We praise you for our daily bread, for your care and provision of our daily needs. Accept our praise and thou and always. Amen. On our hearts and on our houses, in our coming and our going, in our life and our believing, at our end and new beginning, God, to welcome us, bring us home. Amen. We all have a gospel to proclaim, and that's our closing hymn, number 418. our closing um, prayer and blessing 
Uh, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's worked in any way of getting the um, service together today and also for the Jacobs join. So thank you, everybody. And then we've got one last thing to do. I know it's a very special day, not just for Judith, but it's also somebody's birthday today. Is there anybody else that's got a birthday today or in this coming week? <laughs> oh, Andrew, you have too. Well, it's Sue's birthday as well. So we're going to sing Sue and Andrew happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Sahara, happy birthday to you, Lord will bless you, may the Lord God bless you. hope you both have lovely birthdays. God of salvation, you open the way to life by offering us unconditional love. We rejoice in our freedom, our healing and our hope. Teach us to be open to others, to offer welcome and practice inclusion. In Jesus' name, amen. Now we're going to have a special blessing. Please be seated. <clears throat> 